this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and hope you guys are having a blessed, wonderful day today. And I'm so glad to be with you guys, by the way, too. I tell you, life is awesome, is it not? Like, life is a great journey. And I was sharing this with a friend of mine the other day that, you know, when you think about a journey, you think about you do have to take the good and the bad. And and what's really cool about life is when you're telling people about stories of your life, if you think about it, you most people don't talk about just the mundane, what happens throughout the day. It's very rare that you'll come across somebody, you know, and you'll say something in the effect of, you know, well, I'm, you know, I'm just, I ate my lunch and I ate a potato chip and then I picked up the fork. You know, most people are never going to talk that way, but most people are going to be like, I ate this cool restaurant or, hey, my sister had a baby or, you know, my cousin was in a car wreck, you know, good or bad. The highlights of life is what most people talk about. And so I was sharing that with somebody the other day and, uh, and recognizing that, those are important things that we talk about, right? Or the highlights of our life, the good and the bad, and not just the mundane things, you know? And uh, like, for example, no one really talks about, well, I got up, I took 10 steps today, and as I did, I turned around and put my my hand, my left arm into the sleeve of my shirt, you know? Then I went to the restroom and I brushed my teeth. I mean, most people are going to be like, I don't really care to hear that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Because everybody does it, right? But the idea here is notice what we focus on. And so today I'm going to talk about something you guys have probably never heard me talk about, but it's important. And that is a bad review, a bad review. And you, I know many of you probably have, have looked at the title of this podcast thinking a bad review. What on earth is he going to talk about today in his podcast? Well, I'm talking about writing a bad review because I have noticed so many times in my life and, and, and folks, no offense, but especially Christian people are notorious for really cutting people and hurting people. And basically just, you know, you get me, I'll get you back mentality. And it's sad to say that, but that's, that's the, the truth for a lot of people, especially those that are Christian sometimes. And when we talk about writing a bad review, I actually went earlier to a friend of mine and who's a doctor, a good friend of mine, and we we're talking. And as we we're sitting there talking, you know, he mentioned to me, he said, you know, we had a bad review written about us. He said, of all the good reviews people can write about you, me, you know, or my practice, if you think about it, you might have one bad review. And if you have one bad review, people, they watch that. They look at that. And you could do a thousand things right and you could save humanity. And that one bad review or that one bad comment can just really hurt you and just sort of, and no one pays attention to the other, you know, thousand good reviews. And I get that. Working in ministry is tough. I love what I do with the passion. I really do. But it's tough because you could get people, you could get a thousand people to say, which I have, which I do a lot who say, man, that prophetic word was right on the money. It was spot on. You, you didn't know anything about my life. You know, God hit me right where I am in my season. And then you could have that one person that literally has 
it's not even the fact that something was wrong. It's the fact that they've had a bad day. And all of a sudden, they didn't get an answer for that one thing they were looking for. As if we can twist God's arm and make God answer us about a situation when we demand Him to do it, right? I mean, that's how some people think you can do it. And people do that to me in prophecy. They're like, I, God did not, you know, uh, respond back to a question I asked Him in my spirit. And you didn't, you know, answer, answer that or address that. I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't know I controlled God to tell Him what you need to hear, you know, even if it's important to you, it might not be that important to God. At the moment, there might be something else God wants to address before he addresses that really big moment in your life, you know? It's so funny how people think they can control God and say what you want to say, God, when I tell you to say it, you know? And you're like, oh man, as we all learn in the prophetic, let's learn not to do stuff like that. But, um, but you know, you get that one person sometimes that might give that bad review. And, and when you hear that, it could be something to the effect of, you know, they didn't answer me according to what I wanted. So, you know, it's a false word. They're a false prophet, blah, 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 blah. You know, and of course, praise God, I have not had that in years, if, if, if any, to that extreme. But yet, you know what? It's reality. It happens. And I wanted to talk about this today because my friend, who's the doctor, good friend of mine, uh, as we we're cutting up laughing about this, you know, he's like, but it's so, it's so bad because once it's on Google, it's on Google. Once it's on YouTube, it's on YouTube unless that person, you know, uh, you know, thinks about taking it down, which most of the time people who write bad reviews are not going to take it down, unfortunately. I have come across so many people. I don't know if you guys are aware of the Nextdoor app. Now, I'm going to be honest when I say this. Please hear me out. The Nextdoor app is a great app that was created to put in your zip code and whatever city you live in across the country. You know, you can, you know, write things that's going on in your neighborhood and, and, you know, great places you've been to eat or, you know, hey, you know, there's a suspicious thing looking out in the, you know, lurking in the neighborhood. Be careful or Amber Alert or whatever the case may be. And so it's, it's been very effective and good. However, where I tend to live, which I won't tell a lot of people where I do live, just in case you live near me, but uh, if, if you know, where I live on the Nextdoor app, there tends a lot to be a lot of people. Now, it does tend to be a lot more women, but you know what? Hey, get a benefit of the doubt. It's humanity. But we get, you know, people that will just gripe and gripe and gripe about restaurants around here. They didn't wait on me. I had to sit there 10 minutes. I asked for, you know, a tea. I asked for sweet tea. They brought me unsweet tea. You know, uh, th this restaurant's horrible. They're short on service. And I'm talking just bashing like as if it is the last time on this planet you'll ever be eating anywhere, you know? And, and it bothers me because I'm like, people don't realize that those who have never worked in retail and those who've never probably worked, maybe if you've been a stay-at-home dad or mom, you know, you need to get out in public and know reality. You do. You know, you need to be able to work in retail once in your life to know how hard it can be at times. And, and so when I see those bad reviews and I'm thinking to myself, do you ever give her a good review? And I see these people who write bad reviews and I'm thinking to myself, that's horrible because you just destroyed a reputation of a person or a, uh, or a restaurant simply because of the fact you didn't like it. Now, let me tell you this. My, my sister and I are so much alike. It's not even funny. Uh, one of my sisters, that is. And that is, if food is not good, you know, um, let's say if I go to a restaurant and food's not the best in the world, I just won't complain about it. I just, it might be a long time before I go back because it could have been a bad night. It could have been a bad dish I got. You know, I'm just not that person. And anyone that knows me knows I am not a vengeful person. I am not that person that feels as if I've got to be some type of, you know, king or diva where, 
you better do it exactly how I ask you to. If not, I will get you back or cut you. You know, you know how the, the old saying is, I'll cut you, you know, as far as writing a bad review. I'm not that person. I just, I just don't say anything. If I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't eat meat or anything, but like if I, if I was to get, let's say steak and it wasn't complete and I asked for medium well done or it was, you know, over, overcooked or undercooked, I might say, Hey, you know, um, do you mind guys just, you know, cooking this a little bit longer for me? Or maybe I won't say anything because I'm just that person. I don't feel as if I've got to complain, gripe, and I want the manager. This is not done right. I'm never coming back. To me, a person who's hostile like that has a lot of issues in their life. And I, and I really believe that you don't understand how much you will reap what you've sown. And, and plus, you're not aware of the fact of what's going on at that moment. And yet, even at restaurants or people, you know, when people say, well, I'm paying for this. Here's what I hear a whole, whole lot from people. Well, I'm paying for this. I'm paying for this food. I'm paid for this shirt. Well, you know what? I was about to say, well, whoop-de-doo. <laughs> sure you do. We all do. But the truth is, is, you know, it doesn't mean because you're spending money to, let's say, buy a dinner that it's going to be perfect. Now, grant the fact we do want it to be good and tasty and, and great or, or give a, or let's say if you go to the doctor and he's nice and kind and does the best he can do or whatever the case may be, you know, you don't want to be that person where you're expecting perfection because you know what? You many times in your own life have not given perfection. You in your life many times have not given, you know, the best of your ability and the best of who you are in that moment. And yet you might not ever thought about you did because you never heard anybody respond back to you. But yet guess what? It will come back to bite you. And, and, and that might be a place in your life where that person might have given you grace to say, I'm just not going to say anything. You know, maybe she was in a bad mood. Maybe he, you know, he was going through something or wasn't the best service, but it's okay. It's not a problem. And so I've learned in my life that I just don't give bad reviews to people. I don't. I don't, I don't gripe. I don't complain. I don't, you know, I have to see the manager. Uh, you know, I'll never come back here again. I'm just not that person. You know, uh, I remember uh, one certain gentleman who was, a fr who was a friend of mine years and years ago that there, uh, you know, if if something wasn't right about his food, he literally would get up and make a scene. And I'm like, dude, you need Jesus. You know, like you need some joy. You know, I'm like it's not worth that kind of argument and, and, and griping, you know, and, and then the whole thing of like, I'm privileged because I'm paying for it. My thing is this, you know, if you don't like something, that's fine. If you want to say something, you can still do it cordial, cordial. You can do it nice and loving and say, I'm so sorry, but this actually didn't turn out the way I asked for, you know, or, you know, these beans are a little cold or the steak is not completely cooked, you know, to, you know, um, the way that I desired it or whatever the case may be, you can say things in love. The Bible says a soft and Answer turns away wrath. And that's always been a powerful scripture with me because if you want to, you know, what is the old saying about bees and honey, right? Uh, and that is that if you want to be able to attract bees, then you need to be able to produce some honey, right? You need to produce some sweetness here because that's how you win people over is by that sweetness. And if you think about the scriptural part of Jesus, you think about it's his loving kindness that draws men to repentance. What draws men to repentance is not Jesus looking at you saying, you're ugly, you're horrible, you're no good, you are worthless piece of blankety blank. But I'm going to save you anyway. He would never do that, right? What Jesus does is he loves you to life. He, or the old saying, he loves you to death, you know? He will love you to life. He will be kind, gracious, go the extra mile for you. Everything that we've read about as far as going the extra mile, that's him. You know, giving the shirt off your back, that's him. He would do these things for you 
And you know what? He would expect you to do the same for other people. And it's not because, well, they're not Christians. You know, because they're not Christians, I'll have to be nice to them. No, those are the ones you should be nicer to. And knowing the whole purpose of the kingdom means that it doesn't matter what a person is. I don't care if they're black, white, gay, straight, Asian, you know, atheist, um, hypocritical, mean, judgmental. Uh, having a bad day, born-again Christian, Hindu. The idea is if you've done it to the least of these, you've done it to God. You know, I'm not, you know, one thing I tell people about the church is the church is not a cult where it's us for no more and I treat you better than I do anyone else on this planet. I don't believe in that. I treat you good because you're a human being with a heart. I treat you good because you're like me. You have feelings and emotions and no matter what you believe, you know what, that doesn't mean that you don't have a heart and you don't have feelings. And so to me, humanity is where my heart is because that's where Jesus needs to be and that's where you're going to find him is in humanity. And so because of that, I just want to share this with you today in this podcast. I thought it would be a great way to start off, you know, this season of just basically saying to yourself, do I really need to write a bad review? Does this person really deserve to be talked to like a dog? Does this person deserve to be yelled at? You know, could it be they've had a bad day? Could it be that maybe they misunderstood me? That's another one we don't think about. Because see, pride never wants you to feel as if you've been misunderstood. I made it plain as day. Well, you might have made it plain as day to you, but it doesn't mean the other person got it as plain as day. You know, sometimes we have to look at life and think to ourselves, well, I made it this way. I said it this way. Well, that's great and wonderful, but think about it. You will say things how you understand it, but it doesn't mean other people will understand it. I remember for years and years when I traveled speaking and I would speak in churches and I would say things and I would get finished and I'm like, man, I feel like that was good. Thank you, Lord. It was awesome. Yeah, I said great things, you know. I got I, I got it. Well, sure, I'm going to get it. It's coming from me, right? I mean, you know, you would never say something or share something in a teaching or a lesson to somebody that you yourself didn't understand. That would not be, that would not be good, right? And so understanding that, I remember one time that happened and I got finished and everybody was like, man, that's awesome. And I had one lady come up to me and say, I didn't understand any of that. While the rest of the church was like, man, I got it. It was great. you know. And, and so I thought, and I, at the back of my mind, I just smiled at her, but I thought in the back of my mind being human, what is wrong with you, lady? <laughs> like, is something wrong with you? Can you think, you know? And I'll never forget that. And I'll never forget getting on the plane, you know, that afternoon, coming home after the conference and thinking to myself, you know what? That was not right for me to think. That was not right for me to, to do that to her because of the fact that even though I didn't say it to her because I would never be that person, but it was not right because... Just because I understand something doesn't mean other people do. And just because I feel I said it the way you would get it doesn't mean they're going to get it. And I think we have to begin to look at life and say, you know, we have to overlook the fact that because I pay, I'm privileged. No, you're not. Right? Uh, you know, because I said it plain as day, you should understand it. No, they shouldn't. We have to begin to understand if you're not in that person's shoes, then give them grace and love. And by all means, folks, by all means, don't find a heart that's vengeful. Don't feel as if, you know, you did me wrong, so I'm going to get you back. We don't live in the Old Testament where you, you, you do an eye for an eye or tooth for tooth. What we do is we live in the New Testament where we go the extra mile and we turn the other cheek and knowing that we don't know what happened to that person or the situation or the restaurant, but you know what? It doesn't mean that restaurant's going to be bad for life or that per server's always going to work there or that server's going to be mean next time you go. Don't don't ever feel because it happened one time 
That's going to happen every time because that's the mindset that we have. And we have to remember that everything evolves, everything changes, everything shifts. Attitudes change, personalities change, restaurants change, people go under new management, right? You will change on how you see people. That's another big thing I always say is, is how you feel right now towards the situation. A year later, you will not feel that same way. It's like, it's like saying, this person hurt me today, you see them a year later down the road, and that hurt will probably turn into a laughter like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I actually got upset about that. So see, you're going to change anyway, or you're going to change as well, I should say. So because of that, find in your heart to just remember, whether I write a bad review, say a bad thing out loud, I'm just not going to do it. It's just not worth it. Because I would want to give to someone else what I would want given to me if I was in their shoes. So folks, today, Christians, hello Christians, <laughs> hello people, no matter who you are, what you believe, let's be kind, let's be loving, let's be gentle, let's go the extra mile, let's, let's give people grace and say, I'm not sure what just happened, but you know what? It's just not worth my time to be negative or to frown, or give it an emotional, uh, you know, emotional, negative, you know, I'll get you back mentality. Let's just smile, give love, and move on. If you don't like the situation, and you're like, and you're stuck on the fact that I was not treated right, then here's what you do. You move on. Just quietly move on. A soft answer means if you want the situation to be eradicated, however that should look, just give a soft answer and walk away. Trust me, in the, in the, from the bottom of my heart, I'm going to tell you right now, when you walk away from something like that, you will feel better a year later because you will see the situation totally different a year later. And you're going to be like, man, I wish I hadn't said that. I wish I hadn't wrote that. But see, the damage has already been done. So make, so make sure you're thinking in that now moment to say, it's just not worth it. Plus, remember, law of attraction, Bible, Bible principles. Remember these things. What goes around comes around, folks. All right? You don't want to find yourself attracting something of what you've put out there. Because whatever you put out there, good, bad, or ugly, it's going to come back and bite you one day. And you do not want that to happen. Trust me. Been there, done that. Right? So think about that today. And as always, thank you. Guys, for tuning into our podcast. I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. I have the best audience ever globally. You guys are amazing. You're loving. You're kind. And you guys are changing the world. You really are for the kingdom's sake. So thank you for being that person to me and to all those around you today. And I'm going to close by saying this. I always say this because I truly, generally stand by what I say. And that is, if you don't like your day, change it. If you don't like your day, shift it. If you don't like your day, change how you think and you'll change your life. God bless you. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.